0: You are listening? You are listening to Parallel Radio. Parallel Radio. Parallel Radio. Parallel Radio. All people, hear man,
1: reading and anti on the line now. Hello and welcome back to Parallel Radio. And every, we've been on a little tour and we're back. So we talked about earlier about how accessible the museum was and 50% of our <laughs> um, speakers had been to the museum and 50% hadn't so I was trying to find out why people hadn't been to the museum now we've had a look round. what are your thoughts we've had a very very tiny snippet of everything the museum has to offer so um, I would like to get your immediate reaction of just that tiny, tiny little moment in the museum. Walter, how, how, how was it for you?
0: Um, I think it was quite impressive. The exhibits are of a high, high very high standard and um, displayed in such a way that one is able to get around them comfortably.
1: So, what um, out of what we saw is there anything that kind of stuck out for you?
0: Um,
2: we no, uh, let's just—I'll
1: explain where we went. We went to the so we went to the, the fashion section and we had a look at the, the the fashion gallery. Thank you, Michelle. And Michelle took us there because she has a big interest in fashion and she's been coming to the museum for a long time, so it's a place that she knows very well. So she wanted to show us all around. That part of the museum. So we looked at fashion through the ages. Was there anything that struck you about that that part of it? No,
0: I'm, I, I'm, Ms. Ellis certainly did a good job in guiding us or taking us through there. Um, it's it's not a new world or anything. I've seen I've seen in my time many uh, many examples of fashion from. Over a period, and uh, um, no, I, I, I think it was just in keeping with what I have at some point in my life come across.
1: Okay, um, so Michelle, can you explain to us why you thought it was so important that we, all, out of all the museum, you really wanted us to go and see that section? <laughs> why, why was that?
3: Well, it's just the it's the area I know best. Really, that's that's my. My favourite place to go. Um, I was itching actually to go in and see the shoe exhibition. <laughs> um, well, we we went round the, the permanent exhibition, just walked in a big circle, started at 1750, and uh, came out at uh, modern, the modern day
1: raincoats. Modern day raincoats was the last thing. Was I it think. raincoats? Yeah.
3: <laughs> they did have a Princess Diana dress. Which I didn't see It's it was uh, yeah, I think it was given to the museum um, the one with the high collar covered in pearls uh, real pearls um, can you ask me the question <laughs> I,
1: I, I was asking why why yeah. you thought it was um, important that we all went and saw well it's
3: um, it's it's I think it's an easy one I think fashion is it just relates to everybody's life, we all wear clothes, we all have a sense of style. Um, And it's the area that, as I said, that I know best. I know there's other areas which I'd like to go on a proper tour of the museum because there's so much of it that I haven't seen um, or just caught a glimpse of and I'd love to have a guided tour. So I had more of an understanding of, uh, of the rest of the exhibits here. I mean, I know they have a musical instrument section, which I can remember from way back, uh, going, through the, going through that section, but I haven't seen it for many years. So, I mean, the, the museum, is it is absolute treasure trove. It's full of so many things. And I think anybody that comes here should go on the guided tour. It's free and uh, just get a sense of everything that's here. Thanks, Michelle.
1: So, Elizabeth, Frida, you've never been to the museum before, so no. this was your first time. Mm-hmm. And so what, what, what were your impressions? Because uh, as we were going around, you were telling lots of quite personal stories about, and, yeah. and I think that's, that's what's interesting about a museum, is that yeah. it also unravels things about our personal life.
0: Mm.
1: So, um, yeah, t- tell me a bit about how you felt <laughs> when you were walking around.
2: Yeah, I love fashion. And uh, it reminds me of my childhood, teenage years, and young adulthood, because I was an avid of fashion in them days. And it reminds me particularly about my mother, and especially those said they have to pull the strings <laughs> behind, you know, <laughs> trying to make them slim. So uh, I saw them. It just My mother just came to me, to my to mom. I was a bit sad, saying, I wish mom could come and say this. And uh, I saw so many things. I, I was really happy, but I don't want to leave that floor but unfortunately well it's um, a shame because we were we yeah. had so little time we're but not little b- time we actually spent quite some time there. Yeah. And um, maybe some other time I could come back and then go slowly and see some of those fashion again because I'm fascinated by some of those And um, then there was a particular one which reminds me of my wedding dress, the style. And um, it's good. Maybe when I come back, I'll go to the shoe section as well because I'm interested in in shoes as well.
1: So um, also you're telling me that you used to make your own clothes. So.
2: Yes, when we were students, we have no money in the late 50s. We have no money. So what I usually do is to, and Oxford Street then was different to the one you have now. Um, I go into the basket where you have the um, remnants, we call it, very nice ones. Just go. For chicken. Sometimes I could get like three years for one pound, which I've been saving anyway. And then out of that I will cut it myself. If, if it's um, a, a simple one, I'll cut it. But if I can I buy a pattern. Usually I, I buy a, sim- a simplicity or bought Rick. Because those were easy for me to cut, and I use needle.
1: So Did you, you used to sew by hand. Yes. Yeah.
2: Yes. In your yes. That's what I do. And I, uh, w- when I got married, I do sew uh, trousers for my husband as well, we, you know, with needle, because we haven't got the money. And I love fashion. And during sales, because I was so skinny. It's so easy to get uh, these sample dresses for just nothing. When I say nothing, I mean at a very, very reduced price. So if I'm lucky, and in those days, um, um, size five in shoes were the stock size. Women were so short and then and small in, in those days, so size five was quite a big size. So I do get that as well easily. <laughs> <Is it laughs>
1: Frida, what what did you um, what stuck out for you on the things we saw? Well, for me, it's the first time
4: I've been here, and I'm lucky to have a guided tour to take me around. You know, and I've seen so many different kinds of artists, artists you know and impression. It's amazing you know and um, even the fashion. I'm from a fashion family. My grandmother used to make dresses and that's really what I've done as I came in this country here. I was a seamstress actually. Oh,
1: I didn't know that. Okay.
4: So I do always look at fashion And um, people's size, you know, you see, when you meet a small person, it's nice to make that dress because, you know, just make it but a fat person, you find it more difficult, (laughs) you know. Yes, and, you know, and I find the the love artists, I've seen, (laughs) and some of them (laughs) are looking so vulgar. Yeah, I, I remember you were quite shocked by some <laughs> of the know, statues. You know, I've never seen this or description,
1: <laughs>
4: you know, and it's it's quite fascinating, and, and I'm glad that I came, you know.
1: But with, with the statues, it's nothing you haven't seen before, right?
4: Well, <laughs> not in public,
1: <laughs> you were going to say something. No,
2: the- <laughs> I, I, I wasn't embarrassed, but because if you go to Italy, especially Venice, it's all around you. You just like you're coming out from the airport. It's all around you. The first time, yes, I was shocked. Not anymore.
1: <laughs> what, statues or naked men?
2: Any. Anything. <laughs> right. Okay,
1: I just wanted to be clear. So what were you were you kind of shocked by all this nudity or is it okay, it's no problem. I don't recall
0: have I don't recall having um, having seen any nudity today. Oh, okay. No. <laughs> no. <clears throat> no, I I suppose I'll just walk on by. I don't think, you know, as far as I'm concerned, if anyone wants to um, Wants to exhibit themselves in whatever form—that's fine by me.
1: I think it's more um, artists, kind of, exp- you know, yeah. um, express—you know—the the the sculptures of uh, of beauty and the, how beautiful the body is. So.
0: Yeah. Yeah, well, you're perfectly right, and there's much of it about. I don't think anybody's going to be taken aback. No but boy. you know in the
1: museum there is, um there 's a statue of David, and they, put, um, they, ma- they made uh, like a, a plaster of paris fig leaf to put in front of him, so that people wouldn 't be shocked when they walked past i 'm not sure if that 's still on there, but I remember that that being made especially so that people wouldn 't be shocked by David being naked like that
0: yeah um, it 's it's common it 's common to be um, to, to, to protect one's modesty. You know, even in even in, in the most serious um, art display, you know, there's some as far back as you can think, there's always an effort to um, not to embarrass anybody. So And um, no doubt when I come back I'll, I'll visit and, and take more note of um, <laughs> of of what's on display.
1: <laughs> Sounds like a good plan to me. <laughs>
4: Will i get used to it. With I think, this time yeah, I you, you, you get used to it, I'm sure. Yeah.
1: Um, so another thing, um, El- Elizabeth, we, w- we were talking about is um, you, you were telling me about the parades when you were younger, when people used to dress up. Do you want to tell us a, l- a little bit about that? When you, you thought it was kind of a bit over the top that um, everyone would wear these white gloves? And
2: yeah, it was at home, not in this country. And uh, especially my, my dad, if we, ha- we have to go to church, you will have to dress properly according to him. I don't care, I'm always a rebel in the family. So uh, there's a room where there's a mirror and nothing is in that room except full mirror. And then after you've all dressed, if you are, if you are a girl, you, at least you must put a little bit of chain on there. And usually I don't, Then my, my father will be so crossed and, and say, I don't believe you are my daughter. And We will file up, taking us right if you've done well. But when you're 21, it is imperative in my family, we call it uh, passing out parade, they, you will have to dress properly. Because there'll be um, dance, uh, they show you how to court see, And you have to have long gloves, stocking in a hot weather. Which I think is insane, to be honest. And you put elastic around here. So I was wondering why. I thought my father was crazy, to be honest, until when I came to this country, and uh, I was seeing all those, you know, those aristocrats doing that kind of rubbish. And I said, Oh, this is where he's got to, because he studied here. He he. He was from rich background. So it's like he's copied everything while he was there, and then dumping it on his family. And uh, in fact, <laughs> I, I've, I've never liked it. I just want to do my own thing.
1: So mm-hmm. when, when you came to the UK as a young woman, did you feel a sense of freedom? Was getting away oh, from yeah.
2: that. Oh, oh yes, oh yes. Because um, that's why I got married here. Because if I got married back home, it might take three days. People coming in, he wants to show off to say, he's done a society wedding for his daughter and I don't like it. I prefer something quiet and nothing. But I still like my fashion. I like not now because I can't afford it now. But uh, I, like my, I like a woman dressing properly. Like in my time, if, if you are pregnant, you wear maternity dress in this country. Now you have the t shirt, then their tummy is showing out. Uh, uh, you know, it makes me sad when I see a, a woman not dressing properly.
1: So it's important to kind of. Ha- ha- I, I like
2: a woman to be a woman. W- w- what I mean is that to dress properly it, it doesn't have to be expensive. It doesn't have to. But you, you, you,
1: you, you dress properly. Michelle, what do you think? you're, you're you've been in fashion. Do you think we should keep our sense of modesty cover up a bit or yes. we should just you know show
3: freedom, freedom of expression um, just, I just fashion has become so eclectic now I mean it's uh, there's new things there's you know vintage and retro is really popular and um so again, it's like everything's going on all at once everything's fashionable, everything's in style. people dress just i think very much according to their personality but again, very much for modern society um I think it's a bit i agree I think it's a bit sad that the sort of f- the 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 more formal side of attire is sort of dissipated um So,
1: um, what about dress? I think we we have less opportunities to dress up these days. And Definitely. So, so um, can you tell us any anecdotes about when you know about finding that kind of perfect dress or perfect kind of uh, costume to go out? You know, that dressing up moment. Definitely,
3: it's 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 because of the change in culture. Um, uh, People got married, so there was always weddings and evening gowns, and uh, you don't get that so much now. Um, Dance—we went through a whole number of dance crazes, um, and the 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 uh, the fashion. There was always appropriate fashion from the big swirly skirts for the jive and the rock and roll, and it's coming back a little bit. So. But also what's sad is that we've lost our industries and they've gone, they've gone to uh, third world countries and so we don't have the, the cloth and the manufacturing facilities here anymore um, and the quality, we don't have the quality and that's millions of jobs less in, in this country because we had a really thriving industry uh, with really good quality stuff and we were world leaders um, and we've gone through a very odd phase for a couple of decades where that's you know that infrastructure is has is gone out of the country I don't know whose idea that was but uh, I really do hope it, it's coming back, I think Manchester is getting, is sort of coming up in the world, it used to be called Cottonopolis up there and there was I don't know, 20... There were a lot of mills. I think there's two left. Um, but I think it may well come back. Um, you know, if, if when I buy anything... I mean, I can walk down Oxford Street and, and I get very depressed <laughs> because, you know, I look in the windows and it's not cut properly and it's not made properly and you can just see straight away. And when you get... Um, items that made in England, made in the UK, and you go back a couple of decades. I mean, it's the, the fabric is quality, the the make they're made well, they're cut well, and you can see straight away. You know that everybody's wearing jeans and T-shirts, which is okay because you can wear a nice vintage jacket with it, and it'll look really stylish. But it really breaks breaks my heart that we've, we you know we've lost it. It was my it was my uh, you know i was in fashion and uh, that that was my uh, that was my background and uh, the family were in the business and it uh, should have passed on to the next generation but something happened in this country where where we we, we, we lost it so uh, you know i and a lot of other manufacturing as well
1: um, frida you you were a seamstress so is that something that you've noticed that there's been Changes in yes, there used to be quite a number of
4: factories that make dresses, but now I mean you 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 come out of one job today and you can get another one the same day. But now there's no little sewing factories nowhere around you know, the, the all the business comes from abroad. You know, and in the shops actually when you go down and you see the dresses in the shops, or whatever and then you look on the prices it's ridiculously high, you know, now what can you do?
1: So mm-hmm. people listening are probably thinking, what's this got to do with the Victoria Ambert Museum? Why are we talking about manufacturing <laughs> and clothing? But actually it's really relevant, and the, the whole point of looking around the museum is all these thoughts and these ideas that um, we while we were looking around and the conversations we were having, so I'm just bringing back some of those conversations because every time we looked at something, we were having a chat about you know past experiences and the stories that came to mind. So that's that's the relevance. I just wanted to um, make that clear. Elizabeth, you you feel like you want to say something? Global warming affects fashion as
2: well. Because in them days, you know when it is autumn, winter, you know different clothes comes out. You put the the last seasoning. But now, it's anything goes from January to December. There is no no demarcation, no nothing. the, 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 the weather actually affects fashion as well. Yes.
1: Oh, I did notice there was a whole section on, on uh, raincoats for, for Britain which obviously is an important <laughs>
2: because uh, in the end this, you know the summer is here then you see nothing but summer clothes beautiful things in summer and then when the autumn comes you pack your summer clothes in, then you see new style for autumn coming out and when the, uh, um, winter comes, you, you, uh, they, the winter used to be very, very bad in the days, it's not like what, in fact we don't have any more winter in, in London, especially. So uh, that affects fashion again. But
3: the seasons, the,
2: season, the the seasons have changed, haven't they?
3: I mean, we used to have. Yeah, we were saying we used to have marked seasons: spring, summer, yes, autumn, yes, winter, yes, and the collections would come and out there are regularly.
2: Types of
3: yeah, the, the, well, that's right. And then the designers would be designing for each season, and everybody would, you know, would run the manufacturing, and then the collections would come out on each season. Now we get like three weeks of sunshine, and that's the yes.
1: summer. Yes. So, so yes, when it's everybody else, yeah. <laughs> so. Just um, before we finish, just to go back to um, the museum. We also, um, so on our way back here, we walked through a big area where there were people playing music, there were lots of people sort of milling around. Um, Just out of interest, how welcome did you feel there? Did you feel comfortable? Did you feel like it was? You know,
2: being the first time. So seeing a lot of crowd. Well, we say this is museum. I've never seen such a crowd in museum
3: before. I think what's really lovely is that you could come and come one afternoon, bring friends. Uh, You could go around the museum. There's a lovely restaurant. Or you can go, there's a big uh, um, garden square garden, which is, which is uh, um, surrounded in, on four sides by the museum, so that you can, the entrances, so you can come and just spend a really lovely day, especially in the summer, and you can go, you can look at exhibits, sit in the garden, you know, have something to eat, there's fountains there, and it's, it's just a
1: very lovely cultural environment to come to. So I guess the big question is, will everyone come back? Frida, will you come back on your own at some point?
4: Yes, I will. No, right. I will. But when we was coming, we came through that um, underground. Yeah. Street. But there's an entrance somewhere outside, eh? Yeah, I know. I know. I would like to see. That's where I would like to see. That's where I'm going out, and then i come coming through that way.
2: We can
1: Perfect. go out through you the know, main
4: entrance yes.
2: <laughs> um, for me I don't have to go to the memorial
1: no you don't have to go to the vna uh, the where I, albert that's where I went. <laughs> yeah you don't have to go to the um because albert hall this yeah. time <laughs> coming
2: to royal albert every time i just thought the opposite is the V&A because of the statue there how stupid someone can be <laughs>
3: Victoria and Albert Memorial, and this is the Victoria and Albert Museum. So instead of going right, you just go straight ahead <laughs> and pass Harrods. You know, you've got Harrods on the left, you know, you're on the right road. But there's something, there's
1: something, um, Elizabeth, there's something that you said to me which I found just really lovely is that just looking around took 10 years, you, you felt 10 years younger just looking around the museum. Yes. So that's amazing. Yes. And you just but, forgot that, you that, know. That's, that's the way I felt. That's the way I felt. <laughs> Just so inspired that, you know. Well, can I ask this question? Yeah, go for it. Do they have
2: a special area dedicated for gardening here? For gardening?
1: I'm not sure. Because I think we we'll have I to find I,
2: out. I saw a Silver Place and Things, uh, thinking about home. Many women would think about home. So gardening is part of it.
1: I think maybe historically there might be some gardening artefacts, but I'm not sure there's a whole section on gardening. Maybe that's something that we should suggest. They should do something. What about you, Walter? What do you think? Are you going to come back on your own, have a look around?
0: Yeah, I will visit again, no doubt. And um, I don't know. Uh, there's, as you say, there's enough here to keep anyone fully engaged uh-huh. for, for quite some time
1: for a whole day, I should think, yeah. All right, that's brilliant. Does anyone want to add anything before we go? Or are you no. ready to? I
2: would say is the whole thing is informative and educating. Yeah. That, 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 that's the bit for me. Because you can have all this display and you, but it, 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 You know, it helps. I could say every bit for every profession, not just fashion, yeah. every profession, you can come in here and do some research. That's true. So for that, because I'm, I'm an avid follower of research. I like researching into different things.
3: Also, um, particularly in the summer, I mean, they have education program, programs that go on through the year but in the summer they have a lot of art activities for families so the children can come with their families and just do art and because it is you know predominantly art and design and they can paint and draw and do
1: fashion and it just depends what courses are on but there's so much going on here Thanks, Michelle. We're going to have to end it there. But thank you all so much for coming, and thank you for listening. (laughs) And um, welcome to the V&A. That's all I can say. All right, brilliant.
0: You are listening.
2: You
4: are
0: listening.
2: You are listening to Parallel Radio. Parallel Radio. I have a little,
0: little For the strength and the fight. on people, you're my really anti-people, right. the line now.